Welcome to Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed with mediums Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy. Over the next hour, you'll hear engaging conversations that will guide you in your own journey of personal growth and transformation. Now, here are your hosts, Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Seeing Beyond Living Transformed, a Voice America and Empowerment Channel live internet radio. We want to say good afternoon to you today. It's a very, very special show. The title for our show today is EVPs, Ghost and Hauntings, Oh My. Uh, we are on episode 14 and we have a special guest. We're going to be telling, telling you more about AJ Barrera in just a moment. But first, I'd like to say hello to my colleague, medium Kelly Eckhart. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? I am great. I am great. And I'm excited for the show. And I love AJ. So I'm so excited he's here with us. That's awesome. We have been wanting to have AJ on our show uh, right from the beginning. So we're, we're very uh, flattered that he was able to make the time. If I could, I'd like to read a little bit of, about AJ Barrera's bio uh, biography to you. Um, uh, Los Angeles, he, so AJ's from Los Angeles. Los Angeles psychic medium, AJ Barrera, served, serves as a bridge between the physical world and those who are crossed over in the afterlife. When working with spirit, AJ captivates thousands of clients and audience members with his down-to-earth style, along with his stunning accuracy and his ability to convey messages from the spirit world. His bio, bio goes on. I mean, he, AJ, we want to welcome you to the show. AJ Barrera, just let me say, has been on so many TV shows and radio shows. We want to ask him all about everything. So first, let's begin just by saying hello and thank you so much for being on our show today. Cheryl Kelly, thank you so much for having me. I, I know there's the list goes on and on with all that stuff, but I've been blessed. I mean, I've been doing this work for for 20 years, and you know, it's 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 been a blessing. It's been a blessing. <laughs> oh my gosh, so many people have called in, uh, uh, emailed me and Kelly even earlier this week, uh, asking, you know, when are you going to be on? Asking about questions about about you and the EVPs and paranormal, and you know, do spirits get stuck? So I know we have lots and lots to talk about. But why don't we just begin by saying, AJ Barrera, like, how did you come into this field as a psychic medium? You're an intuitive investigator also. You help find missing persons. You work with yeah. paranormal. I mean, please uh, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Absolutely. So, you know, my, my journey is a little bit different than most people. You know, I never had a near-death experience. I never saw spirit at the foot of my bed. I never had anything really, quote unquote, paranormal that happened to me that caused me to kind of fall into this work. Nor did I lose someone that was close to me that made me feel like that, oh, I want to seek out to understand the afterlife. You know, for me, it was more so curiosity than anything else. You know, I grew up watching, you know, The X-Files, Twilight Zone, I Dream of Genie, Bewitched, you know, yeah, the, you know, The Unexplained, you name it. You know, I, I watched all that stuff. I was fascinated by that work. But at the same time, I wanted to understand. I was like Fox Mulder. You know, I wanted to believe. I wanted to know there was more out there. And, you know, when it came into the spiritual work, you know, I grew up watching you know, certain television shows after school, which were talk shows, which were um, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Jenny, Jane, uh, Jenny Jones, uh, Montel, um, all these different people that had intuitives, psychics and mediums on the television show. And uh, they had people in the audience and they told them, you know, what to say, what to do is my theory on it. So I'm like, there's no way people have the ability to communicate with either side. There's no way people have the ability to talk to the dead or advice i'm like i was all like it's all set up this is all hollywood this is all planned out 
So for me, I kind of went on my own journey of trying to read everything that I possibly can. I was like a sponge. I wanted to know everything. So I was even checking out books um, in junior high school at my library and also the public library, which, you know, the book section only had maybe like 10 books on the new age back then, you know? So for me, <laughs> there wasn't a big, you know, library to read on. And it was basically reading the same book over and over because there wasn't anything else to check out. So now we're, we're, we're kind of at a phase that, you know, there's so many different books and, and internet and all that stuff to research and so many intuitives mm -hmm. out there. But I think the learning process for me was, again, um, being not skeptical, but trying to understand the ability of intuition. Because now that I do this work for a livelihood, I realize that we're all intuitive. We all have this intuition. We're not all maybe mediums, if you will. We can train to have those mediumistic abilities. But for me, it was really kind of putting my hands into everything. So the way things kind of got started was I was, uh, let me see, uh, I was in sixth grade. So I was in, in junior high school. So I had a deck of tarot cards, the writer's deck, which nice. is the original card deck. It's somewhere behind me on my bookshelf. It's still the same card set that I have. And I used to read uh, my peers in junior high school. I used to tell them what I saw, what I felt, predict yes. things. And you could imagine I was such the popular kid in, in junior high school yeah right wow. so for me it was a sense of like being kind of like a loner if you will like I wasn't really the popular kid obviously but I always joke around with people saying that you know my best friend was the wind and the tree you know what I mean so I was all about nature and grounding and protection and you know I, I was really trying to understand myself because I was a mm -hmm. quiet shy guy I kept to myself I didn't say much you know um and I think those cards were obviously a tool for me to be who I was, but also a tool literally to help me tap into my psychic work and then my mediumship work. So after those three years of, of uh, reading tarot cards in, in junior high school, um, my high school teacher and my, and my mentor, Ellen Marin, um, she's the one that told me that I had mediumistic abilities. I had no idea that I had mediumistic abilities. All I knew I was able to see auras read the cards and sense this and give predictions and insight to people. So I'm like mediumship talking to the dead. Like this came out of left field because <laughs> I was fascinated with it, but did not know how to tap into it. So um, she's uh, the one that kind of guided me. I didn't really take any classes. I didn't take any workshops. It was all naturally. Um, it was innate ability that I naturally had. It was naturally there. So for me, I was working with her. I had her for four years and I had her for TA uh, you know, biology, science, art, AP art, like everything else, because I wanted to spend so much time with her to learn about this work. And, and, you know, you know, it's not in a weird way, you know, how, you know, things now today with teachers and students, it's like, oh, it's yeah. like taboo. Back then it was different. And I need to make this very clear. My mom worked for the district. So she worked at the same school. Unfortunately, my mom, every school that I transferred to from like elementary to junior high to high school my mom was at every freaking school so I never got to leave her so no matter what I did she was always in my business or I wouldn't say in my business but always with us and my mom respected it you know and I think she thought it was a phase that I was going through so you know over the years for those four years working with Ellen Marin um and bless her heart, she might actually be watching or sharing this or rewatching this as well. And uh, she's just one of those people that really, you know, allowed me to fly, you know, at age 19 and a half, I was going to, to the JC college and trying to, you know, I wanted to be a firefighter, I wanted to be in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen because spirit had another plan for me. God, universe, divine, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. the higher beings opened up that door. 
So at age 19 and a half was when I landed my first radio opportunity. I didn't have a website, didn't have a business line, didn't have a phone number. All I had was a sound, I think just my sound number. So I got called in to be screened uh, on this radio show, which is Coast 103.5 in Burbank, which is Love Songs on the Coast on in Burbank. And uh, they have the show Angels in Waiting, and they called me in, and they had me screen like six different callers and read for them, you know, from you know Kansas, New York, wherever. It was just over the telephone. Yeah. And when that happened, it was a moment of like the producer, super producer Jerry Balmonte, who's now passed on, bless his heart, and Sean Valentine at the time, who's I think still actively involved in 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 radio. And um, once that happened, they said, "Hey, I'll see you next week." And so that one appearance turned into a, a, a gig for like five years oh, and I became, you know, on, on that, and that's how my career started. And I was giving out my cell number on the first appearance, like, oh, nothing's going to come of this. I'm not going to do this for a living. Yeah, that was a bad move. And so I did not change my number, build a website. And I did not even know any of that stuff. I was 19 and a half. I wasn't big into technology and social media. So again, that's God's awesome. spirit opened that door for me, for me to do what I do. And now... I work with families, you know, with missing persons, or I work with law enforcement now, you know, years later, full circle of doing this yeah. work today. So it's a, really a blessing. That's just fascinating. I love that, you know, you didn't, it's almost like you didn't get a choice. Spirit's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to waste time. Here you are. Let's go. And they just shoved you where you needed to be. And you just went with it, you know? And I think Absolutely. that's so awesome. If we could all like kind of learn that at a, like, it took me till I was 40, you know, to, I just ignored my gift. But uh, I think what an amazing life, though, to have that at such a young age, you know, yeah, and you've you know, had it, so many opportunities. Right. And, you know, for me, you know, you have to kind of, you know, I tell people you have to understand no one really wanted to help me out. Like, you know, no one really wanted to be there, especially back then, because, you know, and I don't want to sound rude about this, but I'm very honest. I'm very blunt about this work. Yeah. You know, a lot of people in the field come from a place of ego. You think they would come from a place of love. So it becomes mm -hmm. competition and this and that. And there are people that were upset because my rates were way lower than theirs. And I was taking food out of their mouth. Like it was kind of that thing. So there was a sense of like, there's a lot of dead people to go around respectfully. There's you know, like you're not people. the only medium. I'm not the only medium. You know, there's a lot of people that are out there. So I kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I did not want to be involved in that clicky type of thing and, and all about the eating this and that. So I, re I remember, you know, something that um, my mom told me, and it, it's a quote, I, I don't know if it's Oscar Wilde, I can't remember who it's by, but it's a quote of, uh, remember on the people, remember the people on the way up, because on the way down, you're going to pass the same people. So I feel like that when you're in the work, it comes from a place of love, mm -hmm. plain and simple place of love, not a place of ego. So for me, it was about really experiencing that. And, you know, I, I did not go looking for radio shows, TV shows, appearance. It all came organically because again, I really didn't have a website. So they were giving out my number and things led to another. And that's how, again, my career, quote unquote, as a psychic medium became a career. I couldn't, re I can't, I couldn't remember um, the time uh, putting it down on my taxes of psychic medium. It was kind of like, holy crap, like, this is what I do. Like, I'm owning this. Exactly. And uh, it's kind of one of those things, you know, but here That's I am. Awesome. Here I am. I'm blessed to forge it. <laughs> yeah. And you still now, like, even now you work with law enforcement, you teach, mm -hmm. but I know a lot of people don't know what an EVP is. They don't know um, about a lot of things. I have a specific question because somebody's already asked this um, okay. in, in, in the email, you know, do do you believe that spirits could get stuck 
And if so, why do they get stuck? I, I wouldn't call it necessarily stuck. I would call it residual energy, something that's repetitive. And this is what we would consider also very similar to a haunting. So a haunting is where something is replaying over and over. Yeah. Um, so if someone died in a very tragic way, say, we're, you know, for me, the Queen Mary, I've gone to the Queen Mary many times in Long Beach and documented, and there's a lot of things that I've captured over the years, which is freaking amazing. Um, but I, I see that as one residual energy, but also a quote unquote, a haunting because they replay that scene over and over in events and also the, the, the EVPs that capture, which people don't know what EVPs are, which stand for electronic voice phenomenon, where you actually actually capture the spirit through the white noise or otherwise you hear spirit on a recorder and you play it back within a couple minutes a couple seconds or at the end of the year investigation to analyze all the footage but residual energy could be again the land the home the property could be many different things that's that then there's the haunting which is spirit you know replaying itself over and over, over and over again there are people that say they can claim to get rid of spirits i don't know if you can really get rid of them because it's a, it's like an attachment it's where they're part of so it's kind of like you have to coexist with them and respect their energy where they were at and what happened in that moment if that makes sense or if that answers the question well and that would be the other question that we're getting asked a lot uh, we've got a, a somebody who is a realtor and uh what was their question here um house clearing. So she's a real, real estate broker and she's had houses that had deaths and there's still energy that doesn't want people in the house. How would you deal with this? Now, do you believe the energy doesn't want people in the house? It, it, it's tough because it's how we approach it, how we approach that vibration, that energy. So again, if you're coming from a place of love and not antagonizing and not provoking that spirit and not being angry or or yelling at it and saying, you got to get out, you got to leave, you're, you're creating that negativity, that energy. So when you go into that home, either you know selling the home, living in it, renting it, you want to go in there and welcome that energy. Like when I first moved in the house where I'm at today, um, there was just crazy energy and and i make sure that i uh, protect the house bless the house and i did simple things which is simple of what sage palo santo i used uh you know sea salt in the corners uh did everything that i can because it was so toxic so heavy i recommend people to do things that make you feel right like for me i'm not a crystal expert but i have a bunch of crystals here in my office i have crystals in my living room my dining room everywhere to protect the home and so for me i feel like it's also grounding and protecting the home itself what i recommend for anyone you know and you said she was a real estate agent so for yeah. her if she's sensing things, perhaps you know wear you know a crystal or keep a rock if it's an amethyst or certain stones in your purse in your pocket to protect you so you're not attracting that energy into your own personal life or taking it home to your kids your husband or so on and so forth but if you are living in a home with a spirit ghost energy i'm just going to call it an entity and when i say the word entity i think people freak out because of the movie yes the entity so i yes. feel like it's just energy. not a good word um, right <laughs> yeah just be welcoming you know act talk to it let them know that you're around what do you want and what's going to happen is that you may not actually get like this message of like this big sign it might be something very subtle as your own thought when you hear your own thought that might be spirit's way communicating with you letting yep. you know like hey this is my place, this is my home, you know, so we have to pay attention to those um, subtle signs and those little signs that spirit is sending us. So in those moments, again, ground, protect, communicate, and come from a place of love. So that's, you know, and that's great. Like, I actually, I've always felt like uh, spirit doesn't get stuck, right? Um, but recently, my ex-husband passed, and 
I know I've told people, everybody about this. He was very, uh, a negative person, very abusive and mentally ill. And he passed in the home and uh, we were clearing the house out, my husband and I, because it was too much for my daughter. And we found a bunch of guns. He was a gun lover. And we put them all in the back closet while we were cleaning the house out. And I've got a, a, a 15 year old son who's fascinated with guns, but has never ever touched one. But he's convinced, trying to convince me he could take the, the, I don't know anything about guns, but put the safety on for me. But I'm like, you're not touching those guns because it's a semi-automatic, right? You know, like you stay away from the guns. There's all these guns in the closet. And right. my son reached, went back to the back room where the guns were and the closet slammed shut. Oh, wow. And I was wow. like, mm, yeah. my ex is here and he's telling you no. And then 100%. there was a another closet so some of the doors kept slamming on us that we were going to clean and it was sentimental stuff I mean his mother lived in the house you know and him for, well the house had been in the family 70 years and wow. she didn't throw away anything so it was difficult and I could feel her and I just kept talking to the spirits you know to my ex-mother-in-law and to my ex-husband going you know we're, we're trying to make the house happy again we're trying to make the the love come back into it you know we're going to take care of your stuff nicely like we're going to make sure it goes to good people you know mm -hmm. and and 100%. i feel like you know that that i did feel the spirit kind of back up and so i had never experienced that and like i said i previously because i never experienced it i was like i don't know if it's true but now right. I kind of get it, you know, I don't think they would have attacked. I think the door slamming was to protect my son. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't yeah, think spirit 100%. attacks people. Yeah. You know, I think people attack people. It feels, right. like, <laughs> it feels like maybe when we say a house is haunted, I mean, some, sometimes, or maybe most of the time, or in your experience, is it the spirit world maybe asking for help in some way? And it just comes across as scaring the bejesus out of us kind of thing. Is that how it is? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I would say, yeah you know, Cheryl, I, I think that's, you know, a great question because I think a lot of us, you know, who are not familiar with the afterlife or paranormal or metaphysical, you know, depending on what you want to call it, but we fear of the unknown. So mm -hmm. we're fearful of what we don't know. So, you know, anytime people see, say, a shadow person or apparition and, and it's black, they think it's negative because we associate negativity in a certain way of how we were taught or how we were, you know, taught to, of religion of like, oh, anytime you see, you know, the devil, this is whatever, you know, I don't know. But I just feel like yeah. that association is, is anything. And I think we need to remove the stigma of paranormal being bad or evil or so the on. Fear. So like I tell people like when, when I use my, my devices or I use use like a Ouija board or so on and so forth. Ouija board has a bad, you know, taboo. Again, it's just a tool to communicate yes. with the other side. If you learn how to open and close it, it's the right thing. So I feel like that the stigma to people, you know, do thinking it's a negative thing. Most of the time, they just want to talk to you. They want to communicate. They want to make sure that, you know, that they're around, you know, think of it as, you know, your, your loved ones, you know, saying um, that they're in like this kind of bulletproof glass. You can see them, but you can't hear them. So you're, they're yelling, they're yelling, trying to get your attention by moving things in your home and this and that. But at the same time, you're like wondering, like, I can't hear you. I, I can see what you're doing, but I can't hear you. So it's us about making that connection and raising our vibration as spirit lowers down theirs. And we make that bridge and we make that connection. Yeah, they're making noise. They're wanting our attention, right? So we're, we're kind of just thinking it's afraid, as you said, because it's the unknown, but really it's, 
it's about them maybe just saying hello or, or, or them just reaching us in some way, you know, because we, right. we are all very, very um, open these days. And, it, and, you know, with our sensitivity and people are having these spiritual awakenings and, you know, we're all becoming more empath- empathic. Um, and it sounds like you were at a very young age growing up in school. Oh, yeah. I, I have to say you're an empath, right? Very much oh, so. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just sense the energy, you know, even just around people like <laughs> this sounds so weird. Uh, and I hope this does not come up the wrong way, but I'm not a big like people person. Like I, I have a small group of people that I, that I hang out with or, or that I choose to hang out with because I'm so protective of like my energy or, or feeling, you know, I don't know. I, I think because I've, I've been guarded because I have people over the years, you know, take advantage of me or, or use me for different reasons, different things just to kind of benefit themselves in their career, their business and so on and so forth. Yes. And I'm, I'm respectable. I'm, I'm very grounded. You know, I'm down to earth, but you know, I, I just want to make sure that the people that are around me are people that are serving my energy as well that bring that balance and I want to make sure I'm doing the same for them so you know it's just like someone you know who who loves chocolate but you eat so much chocolate then you get sick of it it's kind of the same thing sometimes you can have a lot of good energy sometimes you have a lot of bad energy you have to get rid of the both good and bad but also have that balance but I am pretty private though a lot of people know that I don't share a lot about my personal you know background or history about my family uh you know certain stories and so on so forth but you know i still like my privacy just like anyone else and i think by you know going into this field you're you're kind of put out there as in the public field to really do the work and start working with different people though for sure yeah Yeah. i think we can all learn that is to you know have boundaries but also to live a balanced lifestyle and and to really you know keep our energy right you know and 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 um have it be um something that we give accordingly but also to practice receiving love from our friends or from other people it's that really we really have to be more aware of our energy just you know uh, giving and receiving uh, where where is our energy you know at this very moment uh, type of thing and and that really helps us connect with the spirit world right it does it helps us yep. more uh, able to receive them or able to perceive them. Yeah. And I know in the beginning, when I first started working, um, I had a hard time balancing my family life with the work because I felt like I wasn't giving enough to the work. And then I felt like I didn't have enough for family. And it took me a while to figure out that balance and set those boundaries. And, you know, my favorite thing was I just stopped answering my phone and I let everything go to voicemail. (laughs) Because I kept answering calls and I was on the phone all the time because you get stuck talking, you know, and you feel bad. I'm an empath. Like I want to help everybody. So it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I I know I, I've, I've met your wife and you, and I like really love hanging out with you too. You're so down to earth and you're just like fun people. And I think that, you know, I love the way that you have that balance because I know you two have a lot of fun together and then you also have the work. It's like, you've, you've got this great separation and I love that about you. You have to, you know, just, you know, when this whole, I'm laughing about this because I'm sure this, a lot of people can, you know, can vouch for this or understand this 
So when when the whole situation happened with this pandemic, you know, closing down, I have my two offices. I have the one in, in West Covina, I have the one in, in uh, Irvine. And I'm closing them down because I knew we weren't going to reopen within two months, two months. I immediately shut them, shut them down, canceled all my events. I was touring, had everything, had to cancel my mm-hmm. flights, hotels, all that stuff. Because I knew this wasn't going to be something new. So the fact that I, you know, started saying I'm just going to go virtual permanently, just do virtual readings permanently. A lot of people were like, oh, you can still do the work, you know over the over the internet i'm like i've done it over the radio for years like you know I, I think people have the misconception of thinking that you need to be in front of a medium or you're going to get a better reading or this and that it works the same way energy is energy all i do is tap into a, a person's voice right. not so much their their physical being or looking at them on camera or so on and so forth mm-hmm. it's just a voice i'm tapping into which is validation or communicating back is key because it's what helps bring that uh, that validation and that energy and builds that energy as well so since I've been working from home, this is one of the offices here. Um, you know, it's kind of like, how can I say this? I think my my wife thinks I'm kind of like a like a stale fish. I've been around in the house way too long. Like I need to get out. Like go stop working from home. Go find an office. Go do something. And I'm sure yeah. most husband or wives or boyfriends or girlfriends can recognize that. Like, oh my God, you're working from home. Like, can't you go do something? Like go out. And now what I do, I for me to get out of the house. I go grocery shopping. I go to Home Depot. I go to Lowe's just to get out of the house, and I don't need anything just to walk around. <laughs> so give us some little bit separation. But I'm sure people can relate of having someone around so often. The energy does change, and I think that's about again having that balance in your life. Is that as long as you have that balance with your significant other, everything works out. Everything works out. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I love hearing about your life, AJ, and it's just amazing, you know, to get to know you. I, I've li- I've attended one of your demonstrations in person a few years back, and it was fantastic. I learned so much from just watching you demonstrate uh, the, you know, bringing through the the uh, deceased loved ones for other people. And then just to tell you, I did take a class from you on the Queen Mary with Allison Gannon, a paranormal class. So Kelly was probably yes. there. I was there. Yes, you know, amazing paranormal experiences working with you, AJ. And yes. and while we're while we're you know we're going to go to break in just a second, but I just want to tell everyone who's listening, uh, please uh, check out AJ Barrera's website. It's ajbarrera.com. And AJ does do these uh, audience demonstrations online. He has some events coming up, and you'll find that out on his upcoming events page. Uh, also, uh, as Kelly mentioned, AJ, you, you're a teacher. We're going to ask you more after the break about teaching. But, you know, you teach psychic investigation, right? Which is amazing. That's a hugely popular. I mean, that is uh, so many people are interested in, in psychic investigation. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It's something that I love to do. And, uh, you know, I know that's something that we can cover in the next half of the show. So I'm looking forward to sharing that. Yeah. And and are we going to take calls, Cheryl? Are we going to just keep talking? Oh, uh, well, I think we should take a call or two. And, yeah. and if anyone wants to email us your questions, it's questions at seeingbeyondradio.com. Be sure you go to uh, Kelly and mine's um, um, internet radio website, seeingbeyondradio.com, just to tell you we'd love to have you sign up for our mailing list and be part of our community. But for everyone who's watching, we want to say stay tuned till after the break. We have lots more to come. We're with AJ Barrera, who is an amazing psychic medium, a psychic investigator, uh, a paranormal expert. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed is a spiritual crossing of the threshold to the world of being a truly expanded human being. Join medium Cheryl and Kelly for conversations about discovering deep spirituality, developing your intuitive and empathic skills, and personal mediumship. Each episode will focus on tips, tools, and techniques to help you understand and expand your own inner gifts and life journey. You can call in each week to receive spiritual guidance, personal readings, and we'll answer your questions. We'll talk with luminary experts on meditations, the afterlife, energy healing, past lives, and much more. Join our Seeing Beyond spiritual community to learn more about expanding your mind, body, and soul. And have fun on your journey to empowered transformation. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Seeing Beyond, Living Transformed with Kelly and Cheryl. If you have questions for the hosts or guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now let's get back to the show. Here again are Cheryl and Kelly. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're here with AJ Barrera. And we are talking about lots of cool things like EVPs, ghosts, hauntings, things like that, having a very exciting conversation. And we're also going to be taking some calls here. But just before the break, we got an email from Frank Sullivan, and he was explaining some um, experiences his wife has had uh, where she's felt like she was being attacked on one occasion. They heard footsteps and, and things. And so, AJ, I think you were going to touch on that just a little bit. He is listening in on YouTube, and then we're going to take a call right after yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things that could be happening here is that it could be, you know, in a very interesting way as what we see as um, out-of-body experiences or someone astro-traveling. So your wife can be having these out-of-body experiences where she's astro-traveling, why you're having this physical presence or why you're seeing things. The reason why I'm saying that, there there was a a lady many, many years ago that I was doing investigation is that she would always wake up and see um, 
a child at her bed and it was a girl and she goes it looked exactly like my daughter this and that but my every time I went to go look at my daughter she was asleep and so her daughter was actually at, having an out-of-body experience and she was astral projecting to her mother in the hallway so when you have moments like that it could be their way of trying to let you know that they're out of their body they're doing this and doing that I'm sure some of us have had the experience where you know we're on cloud nine and we're great and also when we wake up in the morning we feel like a freight train has hit us like oh my god why do I feel so tired like I got the best sleep but I feel so tired it's because you're out of your body you're astral traveling you're going all over the place and doing these things so that's just one thing now if we look at things of like having physical touch or having something that's happening to Frank regarding in the home again addressing the spirit talk to the spirit you know communicate with it uh perhaps it's being very calm and you know I don't see it as you needing to kick it out because apparently I think it's that for 26 years you've been living in that home you're coexisting and that's what we need to do so obviously respect the energy which seems like what you're doing it's probably so normal to you now it's kind of like ah, eh, it's another day <laughs> yeah it's another day so for me like people tell me am I ever afraid of what I do when I go into investigations no because I know I work from a place of God and a place of light so I know what I work with so I don't attract that energy so if you're thinking there's something negative or evil you're going to attract that energy in your home and create that mindset because the mind is so powerful that you'll try to create something negative in your home in your life you know so for you Frank I would just you know coexist continue to do that talk to that spirit talk to them out loud and you know if you get a message as a thought as a feeling most likely that's how they're communicating with you and let you know that they're around you but I highly doubt that they're there to harm you I am afraid more of the living than the dead to be quite frank because the the living can hurt me the dead quote unquote has not any ever done anything bad to me <laughs> that's a great answer great and answer, yeah I totally agree with all of that well let's take our first caller Anne are you with us hi there oh. thank hi. you so much how can we help you today? Do you have a question for AJ or us, or what are you calling for? Yeah, I, well, I wanted to say thank you in advance. Um, if anything pops up, AJ, from the other side. Oh, I'm so sorry, one more time. Um, if anything pops so up from the other side. She's asking from the if other anything side? pops I'm, I'm up sorry. from the other side, yeah. Can you... Okay. So, so, uh, you know, um, is there anyone specifically we want to link with because I've worked on radio, so I like to move pretty quickly. So is there anyone yes. you want me to specifically link with? Oh, uh, um, maybe a grandmother. So, you know, um, I'm just going to be very direct. So I, I want to jump right in here because I actually feel like there's two energies. Um, I feel like more paternal side on mom's side of the energy that I do need to recognize here that I have a very strong, two strong energies. One would be actually like the contemporary, like her husband, which would then be your grandmother and grandfather. I do need to acknowledge energies. But what's interesting here is that when we acknowledge the, the grandmother energy, there's a sense with her when she identifies herself that her passing does not feel like this was quote unquote, a tragic event. Even though I see every passing as tragic, her, her body seems like as if I just respectfully just went to sleep, took my last breath, because there's a sense of like, I don't say old age, but natural causes is what I like to say, because she wants to say that I'm here. She's also identifying that we need to acknowledge the month of September being significant, um, either like a birthday her uh, uh, death anniversary, but why September significant here as well? Oh, how wonderful. Okay, I, d d does, if that. September makes sense, yeah, if December makes yeah, sense, so that, I just want to make sure. Okay, and okay. I also need to act, yeah, and I also need to acknowledge something here, and I don't know how this is going to make sense to you, but I've used a symbol a couple times when Spirit shows it to me. It's been more recently than anything else, um, but your grandmother's telling me to talk about either 
um, either her old, um, you know how how um, there's like princess cut like uh, collectibles, like glassware, like things of that nature. I don't know if you actually have her china, her glassware, her pots and pans, but there's something about her dishware that she wants to bring up that she wants to say thank you for taking care of it or thank you for storing it. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So just make no because I just feel like it's their way of identifying how they want to come through and how they want to acknowledge you and give you a lot, lot, lot of love and light. But just know, anytime you think about your grandmother, she's merely just a thought away. Okay. Thank you so much. What a talent. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so bye much, bye. Anne. And Thank anybody you. else, and everybody who's calling in, remember you're calling Voice America. It is a radio station that is hosting our show. And so they will answer at Voice America and don't hang up, <laughs> okay? And um, we'll, we'll, let's take another caller here because we have quite a few on hold. Let's uh, bring on Bridget. Bridget, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. So maybe we don't me? have Bridget, should I move on? Hi, Bridget. Can you hear me? I think we lost Bridget. I'm here, let's, can you hear me? Oh, oh we can, can hear you hear now. Me? Hi. Great. Okay, Hi, Bridget. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks for calling in. Uh, remember, we're, we're on the air. We're doing quick um, questions or readings. So what would you like and yeah. who would you like to talk to? Well, I, I want to see if there's anything from Spirit. And I, I want to know about my journey, too, what he sees for me and um, what I've been doing lately. I, I think I've been astro traveling. I'm, I'm a lot more tired than I was, but... I just want to know what's what's going on on my journey and, and anything from spirit, please. Yeah, you know what? So, I, you know, I'm going to tap into this intuitively rather than mediumistically. So what I do want to recognize here, I, I, I'm obviously I'm not a doctor. I am not a physician. I don't diagnose. So here's the thing. I need to have you look at your health because I'm kind of concerned about it. Um, it's more so what I'm seeing here is like a sense of um, not insomnia, but I'm seeing your sleep pattern being very, very difficult. It's not because of just astral traveling, but there's a sense where I feel like that mm -hmm. you're kind of like overthinking or overdoing it. And there's also a reference that we need to highlight here, um, which is quite interesting. By any chance, are you taking anything for like, say, um, like, like blood thinners or something along the lines that we need to look up here, that we need to look up here? Uh, no, I, I was last year, but I'm not this year. My iron gets pretty low and I haven't had okay. my, I haven't been taking my iron the last few weeks. And, okay, um, so, and not to interrupt you, Bridget, but I want to make sure that, yeah, I want you to stay on top of that because what they're showing to me is that there's some sort of issue that's going on with either the iron or the blood thinners. So I feel like there needs to be a balance on that. Again, I'm not a doctor, not a physician, but this is what I'm seeing and sensing. There's also a reference here for you. Um, I want to I want to throw it out there very loosely, and again, um, maybe try maybe. Um, is, is it a mel melatonin? So if it's helping you to sleep, sometimes people have bad reactions on the dosage and some people it doesn't work for certain people where they have like these weird, bizarre dreams. So look in that direction yeah. if you're having very, yeah, very difficult uh, time uh, sleeping. Um, overall, I do feel like you're healthy in, in general. Um, and there's also a sense that I do see here. Um, I'm, I'm, I need to go lower in my body because I feel like that there's a sense of um, tension. So I don't know if you're retaining a lot of water. My, or you're my ovaries a of hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I, I mean, just I, like I, where the root is. 
okay, what I want you to do again is really focus on your health. Because again, I feel like there's a okay. sense that I feel like I want to go lower into my body as well. So there might be some issues that you, you are neglecting. The funny thing with you, Bridget, is I feel like that you're kind of like this gal that if this happens, it happens, you know, I'll take care of it when it happens. So I feel like that I want you to be proactive. <laughs> I am like that. <laughs> so I just want you yeah. to be proactive and focusing on those areas. I do want to recognize here though, but I do have a gentleman in the spirit realm that does step forward here. So is dad already in spirit, please? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you're close with him in life, but I, he wants to immediately say that I'm here for you. And he's actually reaching out his hand. So that's more symbolic for me as if he wants to make an agreement or make peace. So I don't know if there was difficulty with that, yeah. that within that relationship before he passed over, but he wants to make sure that you know that he wants to say, I'm sorry and give you love from the other side and making sure that your heart Aww. chakra heals in the way, because I just feel like that you need to know that your dad loves you, loved you and still loves yeah. you. And I just feel like he did not have that opportunity to validate you in the way that you needed to be validated. Does that make sense? Yeah, we did it. it was, okay. He left when, I mean, they divorced when I was little and it was just in and out a few times until I was a teenage year. And then I didn't get to see him a lot. So that's Just why. know your, your pops is still here in spirit just to show up to let you know that he's never left you. Maybe physically he's left you, uh -huh. but he's still here in spirit. To pay I accept it. I, I love him 100%. <laughs> Um, well, he knows that this is why he's showing up here, but a lot of love to you, Bridget. And, uh, you know, stay active, stay proactive with your health, do, you know, follow up on your iron pills and doing all that stuff. Because again, I really feel like it's going to help you kind of make that, uh, recovery slow and steady, but I feel overall healthy with you. So, but just know dad is, you know, looking out for you and sending you some love and light. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank, thank you so you. much, Bridget. We appreciate you thank calling you. in. Thank you so much, Bridget. Loved your energy. Yes. Very sweet. Very sweet. Uh, so if you're um, sending, so I have a couple of people sending me emails asking for a reading. Your best bet to get a reading would be to call in. I don't know how many we're going to get to today because uh, we're going to end in about 15 minutes or so. So if you want to get a reading, try to get on hold. And we're going to get through as many callers as we can. And if you're on hold or you're calling in for a reading, Please be prepared. Like if you have a specific question, if you want a reading from a specific person like Cheryl or myself, or if you just want AJ, um, let us know right up front so that we can get through you much faster. Okay. So let's bring, um, that was, let's bring Sarah on. Are you ready with us, Sarah? Bubbling my words here. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hey, how are you? Great. How can we help you today? Um, I was just, uh, I wanted to know if uh, Tristan's going to be okay and if anyone had a message for me. What was the name? Tristan. Tristan. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to jump in or well, I don't want to step on you? You go, you're exciting. Go, AJ. We love okay. it. <laughs> I just don't want to step on your guys' toes. Because Not at this all. Is your we're, show. <laughs> we're, we're like, I'm in awe of you. Go for it. Okay. So Tristan, uh, the first thing that I heard here was, um, or actually what I saw with the name was a lot of blue energy. So typically with blue energy, it represents for me someone that's either private, could be, you know, needing to trust. But on the flip side for me, it represents more so what they're going through. So I'm not concerned on a health level. 
I'm concerned more so kind of like what I would see as their state of mind or the way that they're thinking. So to me, it seems like there might be something repetitive or something that they're going in circles with when it comes down to focusing on maybe their life, career, so on and so forth. Um, if I can be respectful and by asking you this, and I, and I forgot your name, but um, just to Sarah. be respectful, Sarah, um, is, is he not going through anything medical wise that's, that's not severe or I guess that's severe? He is going through something medical. Okay. What I feel like as if I want to get him out of it mentally. So there's something about this that I want to move past this. So again, if he's re kind of repeating this type of situation energetically, and we talked about this earlier in the first part of the show, the mind is so powerful. We need to change the way of thinking, the change of thought. So if he's kind of saying like, I'm not going to get through this, I wanted to manifest or create that vibration. I want to get through this. I want to fight this. I do feel like though, in a very interesting way, um, I don't know if there's fluid in his stomach or there's fluid in the lungs, but I feel like I want to go in these areas that I'm highlighting here. Again, I'm not a doctor, not a physician, but overall, I feel like there's um, like liquid or drainage. It's not blood. So I feel like I might be misinterpreting this on a medical level, but overall, I feel like that would be taken care of. I do see in spirit um, to mom's side that there is a woman in the spirit realm that is looking out here. Um, she's very subtle, like very gentle, very small when she comes through. She's not like this dominant lady that needs to come through, but a very sensitive lady that needs to say like, hey, I'm here. There might be a funny reference here, Sarah, that I need to bring up here, which I don't know if this is going to make sense. But um, do you remember the old classic, um, like the black and white of the Beverly Hillbillies? Mm. No. <laughs> okay. So I think her, they just called her by Ma or Ma, you know, the one that was in the rocking chair on the back of it. Yeah. So I keep on hearing that like Ma or Grandma like wants to be here. And there's a sense with this that I feel like that she's sending some guidance how she comes through in a very respectful way. She's just giving me the impression that I'm like here guiding you and protecting you. But again, whatever this fluid thing is regarding to your, to, um, I don't know if Tristan is your son. I was about to say son, but to Tristan, um, yes. I feel like that we need to highlight that. So is he your son? Yes. Okay. So I feel like that we need to highlight. So again, I'm just going to leave it out there again. Um, whatever this drainage or fluid thing, I want you to look at it. I don't, I don't know how that makes sense to him or to you, but I want you to look at it. And I just feel like there's a sense of going to the doctors, a specialist, whatever this thing is. But overall, I feel like I'm good with this. Okay. 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 All right. And, and, and there was, thank you so much. Does this all thank resonate you. with you, Sarah? Um, the message part didn't, but the rest of it did, definitely. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling thank in, you. and I hope everything goes great with your son. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So let's bring Michelle on. Michelle, are you here? Michelle, welcome Probably to the show. It might be like a 10 second delay. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they're right there. Well, I, I think we don't have Michelle anymore. So let's Hello. move on. Oh, Hello. hi, is this Michelle? I'm here. Oh, I'm great. Here. Can you hear me? We hear you. I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> hi, AJ. Hi, lady. <laughs> Hi, oh, thank you for holding. <laughs> how, um, how can I have we a help question you? for AJ. Okay. Um, I've been told that there's a little boy spirit in the house. It, it's my childhood home that I lived majority of my life, and I moved away for like 20 years, but now I'm back. I was wondering if you could tell me more about him. 
Yeah, but um, so what's interesting here is the first impression I got were actually like um, livestock, like farms. So I don't know if he actually, f there was a horse accident or there was some sort of like animal accident, but it's interesting because the place, the way I'm seeing it does not feel like it would be like a farm area. So it feels like it might be more like say city, street, that type of thing. And what's interesting about the little boy, I'm actually seeing him kind of wearing like a more of a like vintage more of like kind of like this little hat the way he comes through and he seems like he's about like between five and seven he does not feel like he's about 10 years old he feels fairly young but my impression there may have been a situation relating to the livestock or relating to that as if there was a disease that caused him to transition not so much again an, an accident but I'm seeing it like an accident like mm -hmm. more of a medical that he couldn't get medical attention so what I would do well let me ask you wherever you live what would there be a do you know if there would have been farmland where you were at, or do you currently have farmland where you're at now? Um, back in the day, I'm sure there was. Um, yeah, I, I've heard that th this area, they grew grapes, but I'm sure it was farmland okay. also. Okay, so to me, yeah, I the, feel the like that land is... hundred years old. Okay, so what I would recommend is really kind of keeping that energy there. I, I don't feel frightful. I don't feel fearful of the energy, honestly. I feel like little bubbly to be quite frank and I honestly believe that child this little boy is very mischievous very mischievous how he comes through so you'll have little things that will move around and you'll kind of wonder like is did I just put my keys here or did I just do this when you have those subtle mm -hmm. things I want you to pay attention to saying hey thank you and I just heard the word Timmy or Tim or Tommy so I know there's a T name that's associated either with this boy or with his father but there's definitely like a Timmy I, I'm going to say Timmy because that's the first thing that came to mind more so than anything else and I feel like it might be his way of associating that what I do want to put out there for you is that just because I said a name does not mean you have to call him by that but you can just address them saying, hey, how can I help you? Or hello. Um, also, um, one last thing, and I'm, I want to see if Cheryl or, or Kelly wants to touch in on, on any of this, but um, it's interesting because he's saying that he sees you as his mother. He's seen you as like a mother. Really? So yeah, so there's a sense that he's associated with you in a very protective, loving way. And I feel like because he did not have that opportunity to have that motherly love to say goodbye. So it's interesting because I feel like there's a sense of attachment, but in a very positive way. So whoever is in the home, if it's you, your sister, your mother, um, he's going to be associated with the females for sure, rather than the males. That's interesting. Okay, because I just I live with um, my, my father here. Okay, so mainly, mainly it's going to be with you then. So again, the females are going to be very significant. So I, I really believe just nurture it, talk to him, just know he's not there in any negativity. But again, there's something with an illness, the land. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's like tuberculosis. Again, I'm not an expert in health of these things, but just make notes. Yeah, okay? I, I think perhaps that maybe there was like a well and like the mm. animals, you know, their, their waste got in the well. That actually happened to a distant family member of mine years ago. Oh, so that's oh, okay. About the, the okay. illness. Yeah, okay, I felt sense. I felt the illness too, AJ. I felt that he got he was sickly and, and that he passed from that. But I also was getting t tuberculosis. Were you? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So, um, and I don't know. I mean, it was a while ago, and I think that he didn't have good health care. Like, you know, there wasn't a doctor nearby or something. No. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I agree. Yeah. Well, that was very interesting. Okay. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I'm I'm just glad he's on my side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely on yeah. your side. And Michelle, he likes it when you bring flowers into the house. That's what I feel. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do that to cheer myself up. So I'm glad he likes it too. He does. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for calling in. Hopefully this answered your question. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. So we have a few minutes left. Should we just finish up with talking or you want to take one more caller? What do you want to do, Cheryl? Well, let me just... Let me just share with everyone, you know, AJ Barrera, I mean, I, I'm looking at your events page events page on your website, and I notice that you're coming back in person and starting to do live events. So I just, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you. I just want to share your information with people that AJ does have a couple of events coming up. One is online and one is in person. So you can take your pick there. But on uh, Tuesday, May 3rd, he has an evening of spirit messages. It's an online event. So so that just, you know, you, you can't miss that, right? That's the large audience reading event, I believe, from the comfort of your own home. And also right. on May 20th, he'll be in Orange, uh, Anaheim, California, and he'll be doing an evening of spirit messages live. So, you know, that's coming up May 20th. So lots of good things happening. Um, I just want to share that with everyone. Um, oh, yeah. I oh, said you know May, but, but I'm not, yeah. I'm sorry, I said May, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have more? <laughs> yes, wait a minute. Stop. Yeah, you know, you know what? It could actually be your browser. It's probably just that did not clear off the old events. But honestly, I just have two events. Tell us your two events. Sorry. Well, I got everyone's attention there. I no, I heard May too. I'm like, May. I go like, I know. I know. I I knew my brain was sitting there trying to catch up, going, "What's going on here?" That's so funny. There was a glitch. What a glitch in the matrix. But here's uh, so I do have an event uh, on the oh my god, the 27th or 28th. It's an online event you know it's an online group reading uh that is already sold out we just announced one i think last night or this morning they do sell out within like 24 hours or less so it's, it's highly yes. recommend to get those tickets they are pocket friendly the 35 bucks a ticket they yeah. uh they're about an hour and a half typically i go over in all my readings all my events it's it's very normal so if you do have that time you can you can log on via zoom anywhere in the world to make a connection obviously it doesn't guarantee your reading but it's an opportunity to receive a reading but also have those connections with your loved ones on the other side and there's also online events that we will be posting in-person events that will be posting as well on the website event at ajbarrera.com Thank you so much for clearing that up. And uh, just to share what AJ was telling me and Kelly earlier is that he may be having some classes coming up, you know, uh, in the next few months, he'll be posting it on his website, but uh, he really is, is, you're a great teacher, AJ. And and I think you're just so down to earth, you know, I mean, you you know, it's easy to ask you questions. It's easy to hang out with you, you know, and, and, and kind of pick your brain on, on all that's happening with psychic intuition or investigation or paranormal so thank you for doing what you do i mean we really need that in the world right now absolutely and thank you both for you know just being supportive of the work and and myself and you know just you guys being you because you guys have this beautiful platform that you're allowing so many different people to share their knowledge share their work and we need again we need more light workers we need more people we need them us three are just three people if we can have like mm-hmm. you know thousands of people that can share the work of shaman work or healing or therapy counseling whatever it is like you know i'm blessed that i get to do this and also be with you guys because again we're light workers and we're not coming from a place of ego we're coming from a place of love but also sharing that awareness because again we're only one person and we need more people out there to spread the love out there ah yes thank you so much guys we're going to be wrapping up here soon kelly did you have anything else you want to say for tonight um just if you're still on hold i'm sorry we didn't get to you uh uh try back next week we'll be on in a week with uh 
Lori St. Clair will be talking about evolutionary um, astrology. astrology. Oh my gosh, it's like a big word for me. Uh, <laughs> big word. And, and, so, and tell Lori, please tell Lori I said hello too. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much, AJ. We enjoyed wow. you on the show. Appreciate really? it. You just thank awesome. You guys. You, you, yeah. made, you, you touched guys. so many hearts today. Thank you so much, AJ Barrera. Thank you, Kelly Eckhart, for being Thank with you, Cheryl. You. Always great to see you on Wednesdays. Everyone, we'll be back next Wednesday on Seeing Beyond Living Transformed on Voice America and the Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week and uh, be safe. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's show. We hope you'll join us again on the journey to seeing beyond next week. Until then, have fun on your journey of empowered transformation.